Welcome to another in our ongoing series of podcasts of recent facilitators of the Inclusive Leadership in a Virtual World Every Wednesday program. Today we have Dr. Miriam Zilberglate, a mother, wife, physician, educator, and well-being advocate. She's the author of the number one best-selling book, The 3G Cycle of Life. Her book, her book is an important tool to avoid burnout and to address mental health in the workplace. And I'm Steve Terasaki, an executive coach guiding trailblazing leaders to find their right path to leadership success. Right path is tied directly to my company's name, Seido, which is the two Japanese characters, Sei meaning correct or right, and Do as in Judo or Dojo, meaning the way of or the path. And my coaching approach is, is captured in my recent book, Right Path Leadership. So Marian, a wonderful facilitator, a wonderful session for ILVW on destigmatizing mental health in the workplace. So first of all, thank you, Miriam, for offering me that perspective on how to be more effect to be more effective in understanding and addressing the levels of stress that cause mental health concerns in the workplace. And welcome to today's ILVW podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I framed three questions that we ask each of our ILVW facilitators to capture their unique perspective and approach towards inclusive leadership. So let's jump in with our first question. You ready, Miriam? Ready. <laughs> so what's unique about you as an inclusive leader? Well, I am unique in general. I am Latin, Jewish, woman, an immigrant. I have all the colors and all the flavors in my family that come from different places of the world. So I grew up in an inclusive place without even knowing. So it's very natural for me to behave like that in front of others because I feel that that represents me. I am a little bit of everything in some way. And I feel that that's what makes me special and that's what makes any other person special and that's what makes the world special. Having people with different backgrounds, with different ideas, with different colors and flavors, that's the mix that really helps us to grow together. Oh, that's a wonderful that's a wonderful philosophy about about what it means to be in this unique, to be a unique inclusive leader and how one functions within this multicultural society that we all belong to. So in the work you're doing, what do you strive for? I think that big part of my dream and my dream as a mother, more than as a leader in general and, and as a physician or a wellness advocate, but I first start with my dream as a mother. I want to bring offer my kids the opportunity to grow in a world that is is benign, is kind, is full of opportunities that will accept individuals the way they are and that will be inclusive, right, and generous, where people will be happy and healthy. And, And that's where I want my kids to grow up and that's the life that I want my kids to have. So waiting at home for this to happen is too simple. So the only way that I believe that I will be be able to offer that to my kids is to be part of the change as a leader, as a physician, as an educator. And that's why I want to bring those ideas, you know, to the table. And I want to work on those ideas so we can create this 
benign, unhealthy, happy world for all of us, where we can interact, uh, learn together, grow together, and have well-being together. That I believe that is what I strive for, is we need to have a, a life full of well-being. Yeah, and you, you're so wonderful in that you bring the, the clinical perspective, too, to the conversation, you know. A lot of people who are doing wellness really don't have the clinical perspective that you bring as a physician. And so it's, it's a really wonderful way to include that as part of the things that you're striving to bring to, the, to society. Because well-being is not just one part of well-being is, and I believe that that's the beauty about well-being, is a holistic approach where you cannot separate the body, the physical aspect of your body or the physiopathology, the disease from the social, emotional, cultural aspect. Well-being needs to take in consideration all those aspects. So we, we are touching everyone in the way that they need and in this unique, you know, with a unique perspective. We cannot have one type of well-being. We have as many types of well-being as human beings exist. And and we need to tailor that in that way. Wonderful. And so my final question is, how does the work you're doing answer the question, what does the world need more of and why? Kindness. <laughs> we need more kindness, not only for others, but for ourselves. We are running after dreams that we forgot years ago, and we are trying to chase ideas that are maybe not important anymore. And we really forgot what are our priorities, our values. We need to be kind with others. We need to be kind with ourselves and we need to go back to our core values to achieve that. Well, thank you. That's such a wonderful philosophy on on what's, what's really important for the world now. So it's been an honor to have you here today and be able to record this conversation for our audience. So Miriam, do you want to tell our audience where they might be able to find more information about you, your work, and your book? Yes, please uh, follow me on LinkedIn. I will be very happy to meet you, to communicate with any of you. My book, that Recycle, is at, at Amazon, and you can find me on my website, www.3gcycle.life. Great. And of course, for everyone listening, please come to our weekly 10 a.m. ILVW sessions where Miriam and our other great facilitators are often in the gallery with you. So Miriam, thank you again for your time today. It's been wonderful to have you and have this conversation. Thank you so much. 